So I want to talk about an old concept, an old fun concept when I was growing up, which is we would wear these plastic bracelets by the masses um, that said WWJD. What would Jesus do? I remember watching Sister Sister and he and Tamara were wearing these bracelets and um I mean it was just everywhere. They were everywhere. And um you know they're a sign, the bracelets were a sign or symbol to remind you to just be kinder, to be forgiving, to be thoughtful and loving and um more Christ-like, right? And I just feel like the world needs a WWJD bracelet right now. So we got to find a way to bring these back. We need a reminder. Oh, can't forget the t-shirts. Jesus is my homeboy, right? Those were popping. Um, we got to find a way to get this symbol, this massive symbol, or this symbol to the masses, right? Um... You know, there's this idea that my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. Some scripture from the Old Testament, I believe. And basically, it's almost like opposite day when it comes to walking and living in the flesh. In the flesh, it wants all things carnal, right? And the and the question here is why is the basic animal, if you would say, instinct to be contrarian to the spirit? Why is it not in unison? Why is it not harmonious for the flesh to be aligned with the spirit? Or is it? So naturally, we I tend to to be on the side of we're born in sin the heart of man is wicked you know all have sinned and fallen short I do believe that I mean for children you don't have to teach a toddler to steal or to lie it comes very naturally actually and so it's kind of like but why and is it really always true and um I'd argue that it is. And this is why, you know, there's so much debauchery and deplorable acts that we see daily on the news. It's just wickedness. Because it's just easier, like, to default into the flesh, which is, you know, bitter, being bitter, being unforgiving, walking with greed and lust and those attributes those negative attributes that we attribute to the flesh right but what happens when the day of reckoning comes what happens when we decide to follow the spirit to be more christ-like and to counter the flesh how does that happen 
I mean, I'm sure I, I understand it's far beyond wearing a WWJD bracelet, right? But how does it genuinely shift? And um, I think that's what I'm wondering. You know, I was, of course, raised with the word constantly around me, strong men and women of God that really acted out the scriptures. So for me, yes, that that following after the spirit might come natural. But there has to be something inside of you, right? Is there no God in you? I was at church and and there was a mention that we all have a God-sized hole that we're trying to fill. So that means that, yes, there is some innate need for the spiritual side of ourselves. How do we reach it, tap into it? How do we make it evident, clear for us to do so? For me, one of my biggest one of my biggest, I think, um, the the direction to get to the spirit, the journey to get on track with um, building up your spirit, man, is um, that God reveals himself through nature. And um, on a mission trip that I was on, the missionary stated he felt like cities were demonic. He felt like these massive amounts of concrete were hiding the glory of God and and how you know for him he he would love to just be on a big open branch and and uh once he retires right where you're surrounded by God's glory his natural landscape right and and I know for me just a quick walk does wonders for my for my spirit gets my temperature cool you know people get upset and angry they go for a walk um they get fresh air you get grounded literally um and um I think that's one big step so we can surround ourselves with nature and then God can naturally come in and, and cool the temperature of our spirit and align it. And then what else? I feel like God places angels all around us. And I don't just mean in the spiritual sense. I also mean that, you know, in a physical, tangible way. God is crying out to us to to follow after him. And I think that... Um, for me specifically, I experience a lot of synchronicities. So there are a lot of times, actually almost every day where I can randomly watch a movie like I did yesterday. I started watching Freedom Riders. I think my daughter put it on while I was working. And then we went to the library to switch out our books. And um, I was just like, oh, let me look at the new section. I go to the new section and there's a book, Freedom Writers, a new generation of Freedom Writers, which is a collection of writings from the woman who, you know, began this whole project from the movie Freedom Writers. 
So, of course, I grabbed the book. Um, but just the idea that you can have these synchronicities, even if you look at the time and that day you see the same time a couple times or you see the numbers pop up on, you know, a screen for something else. You know, it's like these angels are reassuring you that, yes, the spiritual realm exists. Follow after it and and adhere to it. Right. And then outside of the synchronicities, when I say angels, I also mean just people that come into your life that you speak to. It could be a stranger. It could be a loved one. And they will just encourage you and they will speak life to you. And then finally, we have the scriptures, right? We have collections of wisdoms that, you know, can help guide our spiritual lives. And this is why the word is so important. But I know it's like the last resort for many people because they it's just hard to read and comprehend sometimes if you haven't grown with that knowledge and wisdom of God in that sense. And that's why I like to really balance seeking out our spiritual um, our our spiritual guidances with real world evidence. Right. I work in an organization where we look at real world evidence because sometimes people feel like the confines of a document. It's just you get lost in it. But the real world evidence is that angels are all around you. You have people that are looking to pour into you if you would take a moment. Call. You have a you you you. You think of an uh, aunt, you think of a friend, call them. Sometimes you're thinking, oh, well, let me check in on them. But sometimes they might have a word for you. They might be able to encourage you and have a testimony to share that is looking to build up your spirit and your inner man. Um, and, And like I said, there's just so much God that that surrounds you when you get yourself into some greenery and some water and some dirt and some air right so I just encourage you to look for the real world evidence of who God is so that you can understand what would Jesus do what would the spirit do not what would the flesh do not what your first thought do but what would your deep God self do when you need to move forward when you need to encourage yourself when you need to get out of a rut when you need to calm down the voice of the enemy what do you do you look for real world evidence so I just encourage you to do that and walk in that today and you have a beautiful blessed day thank you for listening to devotional